And I wouldn't have done that if I hadn't put on what I like to call my cloak of confidence. So I put on those clothes every day and and they literally changed me, how I behaved, how I thought. Um, I started to see myself as someone like a very serious business owner, right? Welcome to the Modern Direct Seller Podcast, where we talk about strategy, training, and systems to help you reach big goals and find success in direct sales. I'm your host, Becky Launder, a San Diego mama, marketing junkie, and sales strategist that has built several six-figure businesses and is on a mission to share the new modern ways to rock your biz. If you're a go-getter direct seller and looking for actionable strategies, you are in the right place. This is for you. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. I am so excited to have a very special guest here. Today, we have Erin with Frilly Simple Life. Hey, Erin. How are you? Hello. Doing so great today and super excited to be here with you, Becky. Oh, I am so excited to have you. Now, Erin popped into our Modern Direct Seller Academy a couple weeks ago, and we had an amazing masterclass all about having a stylish mindset. And after our masterclass, I said, Erin, you got to come on the podcast because our listeners are going to love all of your amazing tips. So let's just dive right in. I would love for you just to do a quick intro. Tell us what you do, what your background is, and who you serve. Okay. I'm Erin, as you said, Erin Hodgkinson. And I, my back, I'm just going to go ahead and dive into my story because my story just leads to all the things, right? Absolutely. First of all, I am a mom, a mom of four kids, and they range in the age from nine to 23. When they were young and little, I had three that were under the age of five. And they stayed at home with them. (laughs) Yes. And a high schooler who was in varsity sports. So dividing those schedules was very, very difficult and overwhelming for me. So after being at home for seven years with them, I decided I wanted to have my own business. I needed something to be proud of and something to give me a purpose other than staying at home and raising my children, which is the hardest job in the world. Absolutely. (laughs) We're not discrediting that because it is the most important job. Uh, However, I felt like I wasn't quite thriving and there was something missing. So I was happy, yet I just wasn't necessarily fulfilled or maybe content. So I wanted to find something that was just for me, something that would reward me, recognize my hard work. Um, I wasn't receiving any awards or credit for, you know, not getting any sleep at night and changing (laughs) the most diapers. Um, There should be awards for that. There should. There totally should. And for counseling my teenager, who is a female, and as we know, it's a very hard um, time in your life. So what I really was hoping for in my business is that would it give me back a piece of the person I felt I had kind of lost when I had become a mother. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I didn't want to be young and 20, like before I had children, but I wanted to be like in my 30s and relevant and desirable and 
relevant, I guess. And so my first business was a woman's apparel and accessory micro boutique. I call it out of my home. Yep. I wanted to level up my personal style. And with all the friends I had around with all kids the same age, they were like, oh my gosh, I want to be cute again. I want to stop shopping in juniors. And there's that awkward point, right? In your life where you're like, oh, I shop in juniors. Oh, wait, this clothes, these are looking just not like quite like my mom, you know, (laughs) garb I should be wearing. Like I need to sort of graduate from that and move up. But at the same time, a lot of the clothes in Missy um, are a little bit, they're older, right? So you're thinking, oh, where, where do I fit in all this? So anyways, I created a little boutique that was a lot Southern in style, boho, chic, kind of mm-hmm. trendy, classy. That's where Frilly Simple comes from, actually. Um, we were sort of looking to like get back our femininity a little bit, um, but keep it simple because we didn't have time to shop. We didn't have time to get a babysitter and to go shopping and then only find like one or two pieces and then be completely miserable that we, you know, paid a babysitter and we may not even like the stuff when we get home or it hangs in our closet, whichever. So I came up with Philly Simple. I did that for five years. Um, I mostly serve military spouses. I could move it, um, uh, the business around as my husband and I moved to different locations, including overseas. And really the best part of all this is that when I became the boutique owner, I had to start dressing my brand, right? So I changed my clothes (laughs) and became that more modern, relevant, cute dresser that I had wanted to be. And it sort of lost, oh, Someone in your academy had called it a mombi. Oh, yes, a mombi. <laughs> I was like, you are a genius. Nailed I, it. Yes, nailed it. Where was that word when my kids were little? I became a mombi. I was like sluggish and tired, and my clothes reflected that, right? And I probably had like drool and spit up and who knows, all over my clothes. So... <laughs> When I opened the boutique, I said, well, I got to start dressing my brand. I got to start dressing like my boutique, basically. Right. So what happened is it completely, I changed my clothes and it completely changed my life. I started dressing more to my personality, more like a modern classic um, with a little bit of a romantic twist. And I started feeling like a real business owner, right? I didn't just feel like, I don't, I hate saying just feel like a mom, but I didn't like, that was just a part of my identity. It wasn't encompassing me wholly anymore. Um, So I became this business owner and then I started behaving like one. Um, I started adding more and more inventory to the shop. I hired people to work with me. I started attending vendor events. So not just being at my home and and hosting parties, but also going out and carrying it everywhere with me. Um, And I wouldn't have done that if I hadn't put on what I like to call my cloak of confidence. So I put on those clothes every day and and they literally changed me, how I behaved, how I thought. Um, I started to see myself as someone like a very serious business owner, right? 
Yeah. It well, was I, unbelievable. Go ahead. I mean, it feels so good. And I think any of our listeners can relate to this. Like when you have that cool outfit on and you're yeah. feeling confident or you just get your hair done, you know, you can take on the world with the right outfit. <laughs> no, it is. <laughs> right? so it does make a true. difference. Yes, it is so true. And the right, even if you think if a lot of us haven't been in, you know, say a little black dress in a long time, but even if you just imagine yourself for a second, slipping into your little black dress, you will start to notice that you sit up a little bit straighter. You're like, Ooh, what heels would I put on with this? And your whole mindset changes. And that's just visioning it, you know, and not just imagine what you can do when it's put on. So, yeah. Okay. So you, you've kind of evolved from a boutique owner and now you're actually training others on this concept you've coined really around a stylish mindset, right? Yes. So let's, so if, I want to talk more about that because this was yes. so intriguing to me when we had our masterclass. Let's, let's dive into that. What is a stylish mindset? Okay. So a stylish mindset. Well, let me start off with, I became obsessed with the psychology of fashion after dressing so many people for years, right? I could see them coming in and putting on these clothes and how they lit up and their charisma was just like exploding. Right. But then they would leave and then I would see them out and same, same thing. And then they would come back like you know, a couple of months later or when the next season seasonal collection would launch and they would be buying more. And I thought to myself, oh, I really just want them to feel how they feel in that new outfit like every day, yeah. all the time. Yeah. Right. So how, what is it? What part of the psychology of fashion do I need to learn in order to help people make that happen? So that's how a stylish mindset came about. Um, a stylish mindset is basically giving, like I say, a hootie toot, <laughs> which is so technical. I know. I like but, these technical um, terms. My kind of style. <laughs> right. It's giving a little hootie toot about your external appearance and practicing self-care via your personal style. So it's a lot of working on what's going on in your inner reality, a lot of positive self-talk, and last but not least, action. Um, it's getting rid of those old limited beliefs. And I'm totally going to call you out on this, Becky, because I know one of your blocks is <laughs> it will take me way longer to get ready in the morning. Right. right? Oh my uh -huh. gosh. I'm sure I'm not alone in that. Like, oh, if I wear that cute outfit, it's just going to take me like 10 more minutes to get ready this morning. I have to put so much thought into it. <laughs> Yes. And you really do. Like, I promise you, if you took away 20 minutes of scrolling on your right. yeah, you could get ready in that amount of time, especially if you kind of already know what outfit you want to wear, which I always say, you know, put your outfits on deck, kind of get them out. That's not always realistic for people because they're busy in the evening and they're tired and they just want to relax. But if maybe you could do it during the day or lunchtime or whenever, that would save you a ton of time in the morning. So get rid of those old limited beliefs and start finding what can work for you so you can actually have a get ready routine. I love that. A get ready routine and having yes. outfits on deck. So just having yes. a handful of go-to outfits 
That's a game changer. Yes. That was a huge takeaway for me. If you have like seven to 10 of your favorite shirts, like get them out and put them where you can see them. That will <laughs> right there. It's so much easier for you to get ready in the morning. Two, you need to give yourself that permission. Let go of the guilt that comes along with spending time on and money on yourself. I know you want to spend time, you know, on and money with your kids, but there's so much to be said for taking care of yourself and your children. They see you and they want you to take care of yourself. They really do. And they emulate that. So I think that it's easy to give yourself permission when you know that it's helping your relationships. Plus, I know your spouse is probably going to compliment you when you get dressed, which is going to make you want to do it again, again, again. Well, how relevant is this after the year that we've just had where, I mean, so often we were living in, you know, maybe, maybe a a step up from some pajamas most of the days. (laughs) This is the time. This is the time to maybe step it up as we all begin to reenter the world and start seeing real people again and want to feel good about ourselves. Yes. You want to make it a commitment too. Commit to it and say, I know that getting dressed and getting ready is a chore, but I'm going to commit to doing that every day for, say, I don't know, do it for three weeks. And I bet you want to get up that next day and do it again. Yes. Right? It just becomes a habit. Yes. It definitely becomes a habit. (laughs) So good. Okay. So I also want to hear, um, you know, what are your best style tips or, um, you know, tips for a lot of our drag sellers listening that they don't go to an office. They're working from home. They are probably juggling, caring for littles or maybe even aging parents and they're, you know, they're home a lot, but they want to feel confident. They want to feel stylish. They're connecting with their customers often virtually. So, you know, whether that's Zoom or a Facebook Live, like what are your best tips for these mamas or grandmas out there that are listening, you know, and, and how to do that in a way that's confident and stylish when it's not your typical nine to five where you're getting dressed and going to the office and driving there every day. Yes. So my favorite thing to tell people is, and it seems so simple, get dressed from head to toe like you would if you were going somewhere or you had something to do. If you have nowhere to go or nothing to do, do it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> The most important time to get yourself ready and together is when you don't want to. That will launch you into the habit of doing it even when you don't want to do it. So you're more likely to continue that, you know, repeat the repetition of it. Right. And a series of signals, we're going to get just a little bit into psychology, not too complicated. <laughs> There's something called enclosed cognition. And that means we think with our body and our minds. So a series of signals starts to fire off, cueing you that the routine is changing. So like you said, when you hop out of those PJs and into work clothes, your mind is warming up to work time, right? It mm-hmm. says to you, Ooh, we are transitioning into work mode. You, you don't even know this is probably happening, but it happens. I so if that. you get your morning guess yeah. routines and systems into place, this will, it, oh, yeah, 
it'll also kind of just like kick your booty into gear to start working. <laughs> right? Like it it's, a, it's a nice, it gentle, like, all right, you look good. You feel good. Now it's time to get your stuff done. <laughs> right. And schedule something if you need to. Like right. if you don't have anything on the schedule and you need a little something to get you motivated to get dressed and schedule something, even if it's like a simple zoom or a simple phone call or, you know, guest pass, being a guest on a podcast, whatever, <laughs> like, right? right. It, schedule something. So you're motivated to get ready every day. Oh, I love it. So, so good. Oh my goodness. We could talk about this for hours. I know. But I want to keep I it short and sweet. Up, yeah. Mm-hmm. I know I could, there's a hundred tips I could give you and I'll give you more happily whenever you want. So. Well, where can everyone connect with you, Erin? What's the best place for them to find you and learn more about everything you do and all of these amazing tips you have to offer? So my favorite is um, Instagram. So if you just drop into my DMs, I'm happy to connect with you there at The Fairly Simple Life. Also the website you can find out a lot more about all of this process at thefrillysimplelife.com and you can schedule a call with me. And that's really the best way to connect simply because everybody is different and at different stages of where they're at uh, in their style journey. So I really like to personalize and cater the programs to each individual Nice. I love that. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. And I can't wait for our listeners to follow you and connect with you and learn more from you because this isn't a topic that we talk about all the time, but it really yeah. does impact your day-to-day confidence and how you're showing up to do your business. And it absolutely does. And it's kind of fun. It's fun, right? Oh, Talking yeah. fashion and style. And, yes. Oh. It's, a, it's a lighthearted topic topic. And it's a, it's a great way to grow. I love it. I love it. Well, thank you again, Erin. I oh, hope you have a great day you, today. Becky. <laughs> I love being here. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Modern Direct Seller Podcast. For more sales tips, strategy, and tools for your direct sales business, visit your one-stop shop, myconsultanttraining.com. Until next time, get out there and go rock your direct sales biz.